Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with sports done right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright. Broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports done right. Up next. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor. You keep it tuned here. We'll be right with you. Two and two. Sports done right. Coming up.
get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. We are back. What's going on, residents? constituents of the sports governor of the great state of minnesota i am vince wright sipping on a grain belt northeast tonight celebrating the lighting of the grain belt sign back in minneapolis a famous landmark in our fair city so i am enjoying a cold one first lady first daughter out of town at golf camp in florida for sydney hope she's having a good time down there and i am chilling man empty house peace quiet basketball games on the monitors lots to get into obviously first off with the minnesota vikings congratulations on the first round by <clears throat> oh man nothing you know nothing better locally here green belt northeast and big l i know i gotta send you out some product here Ice cold grain belt Nordice is right where it's at, man. Um, but anyway, our Minnesota Vikings are in first round by, and you know, we're going to talk about this being a wide open playoffs and why not? Why not the Vikings playing at home, uh, next month? Let me say what up to Sluggo, Georgia State alum, X squad affiliate, our main man, legal representation of the X squad. So what's going on, Sluggo? The queen of Miami-Dade, Miss Mocha Bellas, joined us tonight in the Spreaker.com chat room as well. X-Squad affiliate. Thank you so much, lovely Mocha Bella. The big man himself rooting for the Alabama Crimson Tide, as much as I hate to say that. Bama boy himself has joined us in the Spreaker.com chat room and... Bama, let us know, are you going to shell out the four figures that it's going to take to get inside the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, GA next week? But what up, Bama boy? You know him as RC. We call him the boxing historian, the boxing man, uh, big boxing fan like myself. And he is out of a very cold and chilly Duluth, Minnesota tonight. So I want to say what up to Ronald Cameron, known as RC, here in the chat room. And the one and only, our main man. We often called him the sawed-off prince of Kalamazoo, Michigan. But dollars and cents, Biz Reggie is back. And Reggie, your Steelers are in, my man. How you feeling about that? Good to have my partner Reggie back. Miss Girly Girl, how are you? The lovely Girly Girl. And uh, she'll be up here with Mandelion in just a little bit. So after I'm done, definitely go check out a little Tasty Tuesday talk. Uh, Spreaker.com, xsquadaffiliates.com there as well. But thank you for uh, doing a little pre-show prep here, Miss Girly Girl. Thank you for joining us as always. 
And the one and only Jersey Vern, Mr. Cabal himself, is in the building. Thank you, Jersey, for joining us. Uh, Jersey's got a lot to think about with them Giants here in the offseason, but Jersey's always fun to talk to. Always glad you're up in here showing support and love. X-Squad affiliate. Make sure you check out Jersey. Literally the hardest working man in podcasting, and uh, you folks know that. So uh, check out the Jersey man himself. RC in our chat room says, I know us Minnesotans are used to it, but it's been colder than a pimp's heart up here in Duluth, Minnesota. It has been just as cold down here in Minneapolis, my friend. Big L has joined us in the chat room as well. Want to welcome Big L. He's out of Little Rock, Arkansas, by way of the south side of Chicago. Um, thank you for joining us, my friend. And I do know I'm sipping here on the Grain Belt Northeast. I think I might send Big L some of this. Got a couple Minnesota beers I'm going to be shipping off to him uh, here in a couple days. So, the Big L, thank you for joining us, sir. Ah, as we get a nice little swig of brewski in there. Uh, glad Dollars in here. Everybody chilling. Minnesota not winning nothing. Uh, Big L, Big L off and running with, with his crap talking, with his shit talking. Anyway, Thorny Switch, Georgia graduate. And we're definitely going to be talking about that game. Did Oklahoma blow it? Georgia made some fantastic defensive uh, adjustments for the second half. And um, it may be a little bit of, of both. Oklahoma had some uh, in some very interesting play calling in that, in that game, to say the least, especially in the second half. But, Thorny, congratulations to your Georgia Bulldogs. Finally back in the title game and on home turf uh, i mean you cannot beat that if you the only way you can beat that is if you were actually playing at sanford stadium between the hedges but um they are playing in atlanta home give it up for the georgia bulldogs and thorny switch we got our man angry black man my main man abm in the house He's joining us in the Spreaker.com chat room. He's saying what up to everybody. Thank you for joining us as well, sir. Uh, let me just make sure I got everybody covered before we start getting into the details here of the show. Chat room's off and running. And I'll get the phone number out there in the chat room, too. If you do want to call in, uh, it is 651-968-0124. Again, 651-968-0124. Uh, to Hit the hit the bat line, so to speak, and get a hold of the governor. Uh, Big Ten folks here, uh, Minnesota, Upper Midwest, very respectable bowl season this year for the Big Ten. Liking that. Oh, and we got a call already. Hold on. What up, Reggie? Vince Wright, what's happening? Hey, man, good to have you back on the phone line, my brother. First off. Happy 2018, my brother. How are you doing? Doing well. I'm glad to uh, get uh, 2017 behind me, man. 2018 is going to be epic. I got a feeling, I, brother. I, for, for you and me both, man. I, I definitely feel you on that. Reg, hey, man, first off, glad you called. Reg and me, we got to get this show back together here in the 2018 as well. 
But Reg, before we even talk about that, I got to ask you, man, because me and Reg have kind of been, you know, talking through text and stuff and uh, about your pitch, Pittsburgh Steelers, how you feeling now the season's over. We're head, heading into the playoffs here, man. Why don't you just give us kind of a quick season overview and where do you see your squad heading? Oh, man, um, they had a great, great season. What, three losses? Uh thought they should have beat the Bears, but it is what it is. You know what? I can't complain first round by. Right. Um, yeah, a few little decisions here and there. I I think that this year they had the Patriots, man. They had it was for it was there for the taking, and and they yeah, blew it. Sure but it they still got another shot, man. This is it. This is their year. They got a shot to do it. And um, if your boy pulls it out, I will come on every show and say I I will not say another word about the Reverend. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the Reverend, I will leave it alone, brother. <laughs> Good to hear, man. Good to hear. Well, hey, let me ask you this now, because, you know, you bring up a point that I was going to touch on a little later, my man. It really is wide open in terms of the playoffs this year. I guess, you know, by almost by default, yeah, you got to make the Patriots the favorite. But, I mean, they are beatable. And, um, you know, what is it going to take for the Steelers? I mean, obviously they had that shot in the last game, but what is it going to take for this, for Pittsburgh to finally get over the hump and get back to the Super Bowl, in your opinion? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, it, it, in my opinion, it is going to take um, really good defense. Obviously, with Shazier out, that hurts. Right. But yeah. one ma- one man should not be, you know, make it a team or a defense. Obviously, the Patriots show that. Mm-hmm. Other teams show it. So, it, for me, it's going to take discipline. That's the biggest thing that I see. If the Steelers can stay disciplined um, and and, and um, make some, you know, some key game adjustments, then the Steelers are going to win. That That's my theory on everything. If they do that, they will win. Because that's what happens in the playoffs. You know, you play discipline, and, and, and you know, you, you, you get some uh, good calls, but then you also you counterpunch, you come out, and you see what someone's doing, and then you make adjustments, and that's how you win Super Bowls. All right. Well, let's get into the elephant of the room. Your favorite coach, Mike Tomlin. Um, you know, let's talk about the regular season. How do you think he did? And uh, what are you looking for from the the head guy in charge there for the playoffs? Um, now nah, you got. I mean, I know Thorny's here, so I'm glad she's here. I, I'm going to say this. Uh, he did a he did a good job when it came to you know getting the guys motivated, um, losing various players, and and, right. and not having you know. Still say, hey, next man up. But what I'm going to say again, though, when it showed in the Patriots, it showed in the, against the Bears, it showed against various teams. He still needs to work on the attention to small details and strategic game management decisions. That's what he needs to work on. I was very impressed, and I'm listening to me. This is on recording. I was actually very <laughs> impressed. <laughs> I was very impressed that they actually went man-to-man against New England, and um, they did well. They did very, very well. I was impressed that he did that. I, I was not impressed that they, you know, they let uh, Gronkowski just roam wild, no double team or anything like that over the top. But that's an adjustment that I'm hoping right, that they yeah. make you know, in the playoffs. So I thought he did a very good job of that uh, when they needed to. They had it in uh, the bag. I do think that, you know, again, he, he made a couple little decisions, and I think that I, I would like to see him, you know, getting 
Haley's kitchen to get into his defense of his coordinator's kitchen and just kind of kind of like what Nick Saban did that at the game. Listen, right. remember that? He yelled at his coordinator. He's like, Deuce, why are you throwing the ball? Run the effing ball. That, that's what a head coach is supposed to do. Is your coordinators, you let them do stuff, you let them do their thing. But when you see that they're doing some dumb shit, you got to step up to them and be like, listen, hey, that doesn't make any sense. So right. that, that's my opinion. You know, I'll give them a, you know, a pretty good grade this year. Now, the personnel stuff, you know I'm not happy about that. Right. No, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And Reggie's been very vocal on that. Now, let me ask you this, Reg. Um I'm looking here at the schedule over in the AFC. We got the Bills and the Jaguars, Panthers and the Saints on Sunday. Saturday's games, we got the Titans and Chiefs, Falcons and Rams. Who do you like in the wild card side of that? Um, you know, Titans and Chiefs. Let's start with that game. Who do you like in that game? I, I, I'm I'm going to go with the Chiefs one because from what I'm reading, they actually gave the. Uh, Play calling. What's the name? Get Reed gave up the play calling, and they got this guy that's you know doing the play calling. So I'm going to roll with the Chiefs all day. I think they're going to open up a can of whoop ass on um, okay. uh, the Titans uh, just because of from the sheer sheer talent that they have on offense with uh, you know the the, the Hill and, and uh, mm-hmm. the other guys. So I, I got the Chiefs uh, winning that game. Gotcha. And what about Falcons and Rams? Uh, what's your gut telling you about that one? Maybe. Woo! Uh, my man, which we had talked about, I wish he was on the show. You know, Maddie Average um, coming back <laughs> to life, back to the athlete. Um, I see the Rams, just the Todd Gurley show, man. And you cold blooded, Reggie. You cold blooded, <laughs> Maddie Average. <laughs> uh, Gurley all day, man. Didn't Gurley go to? Did he go to Georgia? No. Was he? Yeah, he was a Georgia running back. I see Gurley mm-hmm. just. Um, running right through Atlanta, and I, I see the um, the the uh, Atlanta or the LA beating up on Atlanta. Personally, is it? It's in LA too, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, and he, and it's out of the dome. I I just see Atlanta or uh, Atlanta taking a big time L. Well, first off, before I get to the next questions here, my brother Thorny, you have definitely made her night by being fairly complimentary of Mike Tomlin, as you can imagine. So she said that in the chat room for you. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, tell her. I, I mean, I, I'm still not happy with, you know, the, his decision that he, to let James Harrison go. Remember what I told you? I, I told you where there's smoke, there's well, fire. So. Okay, well, hey, let's let's talk about that real quick. Obviously, you know, yeah. Reg is a Steelers guy. If you haven't picked that up already, what were your initial thoughts? You know, like, you know, right when you heard it happen, um, obviously, like, I know you're not happy about it, but just like soon as you heard about it, what were you thinking? Like, why? That's what I, well, here's what, okay. As soon as I heard it first, I was like, why? That's stupid. But then I also said there's something personal going on between him and the coach. That's exactly what I said, and here's why. Uh, Debo is the same guy that during that whole fiasco with the um, kneeling and everything. He was the one guy that said basically any, you know, all the Steelers are going to be standing. No one's going to be kneeling or else they're going to ha- answer to him. Okay. So he's a stand-up guy. Like, Debo is a stand-up dude. He's been cut by the Steelers now four times. So I knew that there was something going on. He's a class guy. He never bitched. He never complained. And I knew something was going on. That was my first initial thought. And then the second thought was that's dumb to do that when you waited was, you know, for a week and then the Patriots couldn't have picked him up. So I knew something happened behind the scenes, brother. 
Right, right, exactly. Now, let me ask you about the Sunday games here. We got the Bills and Jaguars. They're the first game in the afternoon. Then we got the Panthers and Saints. So over in the AFC side, first let me ask you this. Who do you take in that Bills-Jacksonville game? And then the second question I got for you, Brother Reggie, and again, this is Vince Wright, the sports governor here, Sports Done Right with Reggie Lawrence out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, Who do you think outside of New England – may pose the biggest threat to your Steelers from the AFC side. So first, let's start with the uh, uh, Bills and Jaguars. Who do you like there? And then uh, uh, pa- go ahead, sir. Um, yeah, i got to be the Jaguars. I just think the Bills, they just don't have enough firepower, you know. And, and as much as I thought Tyrod Taylor was going to be better than what he was, and he's not, and uh, maybe that's, I don't know. I, I think he's just too conservative. So I think the Jaguars with their, their uh, pass defense, and then the ability to run the ball, I, the Jaguars are going to beat up on the Bills, personally, in my in my opinion. Okay. And it's in Jacksonville. If it was in Buffalo, maybe. Right. Because Fournette clearly doesn't like to run in the cold, but I'm going to say it was the Jaguars. Okay. Now, the, put that second question, outside of New England, what AFC team uh, may give your Steelers the biggest amount of worry? Uh, the Patriots, of course. <laughs> you mean besides the Patriots? Besides the Patriots, yeah. Is there anybody that you're really, you know, I mean, yeah, any given Sunday, I get that. But is there anybody that sticks out to you? I'm going to say the, um, it's got to be the Chiefs, you know. Okay. I'm going to okay. say the Chiefs, and the reason is because, like I said, they have the personnel to hang with Pittsburgh. Um, you know, uh, Alex Smith has shown he's probably he's had the best, you know, year, career year. Uh, they got a pretty good defense. And um, I'm going to say definitely the, the Chiefs, or, or, yeah, the Chiefs would probably – I would worry about them. I, normally, I would say the Jaguars, but here's the thing: I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to be cold. They're going to they would have to come to Pittsburgh. I don't have faith in Bortles, even though Pittsburgh gave up almost 200 yards to Fournette. I think that again, I'm going to have faith that Tomlin, the defensive guy, is going to stack the box and make make up Blake throw the ball. And I just don't think he's able to do that. So I would say the Chiefs. Nice, nice. All right, brother. Well, Reg, let me ask you this, man. Um, you are a Steelers fan. You're from Cleveland. Obviously, you got family, friends back there and whatnot. Is there any hope for the hometown team, man? I mean, that organization is just in in, in ruins. I don't I don't even know where to begin anymore with the Cleveland Browns, man. What What do you think about your the hometown squad? Again, Reggie's a Steelers guy, but from Cleveland. Um, you know what was interesting is actually. I, I, Initially, I was like, man, Kaiser looked terrible, but then he didn't look too bad as I watched the game. And then they almost got, you know, they almost lost or beat the, the third string or whatever. But um, I would say they actually fired their G, uh, GM, and that was a good idea. Um, and they brought in a football guy. So um, it's going to be a long time before they do anything. And that's just because of how many picks they've wasted and how behind the eight ball they are. Um, but they got a football guy in, and I think that's going to help them out. They got a ton of draft picks from what you know I'm reading, and people in Cleveland were telling me. The talk is they were looking at that Wyoming kid, the quarterback, which is kind of you know silly, but he's a big kid. They they think he's like the next Big Ben Roethlisberger. He throws yeah, the ball. yeah, he's he's a little weird too, that dude out there in Wyoming. But you know. Well, he'll de- he'll definitely come up. The obviously the closer we get to draft time, but yeah, we'll that's a dude we'll we'll kind of tackle, man, and keep our eyes on, and maybe we could do a little sports and more show, 
uh, and I'll cover that dude because he, he is interesting, but I, I just don't think he's going to be the end all that he's kind of being made out to be. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, that's because um, me, the other quarterbacks want to come there. Um, so uh, Rosen and the other Don- Donald, they, they don't want to come. But it's going to be a long time before the Browns are decent, to be totally honest with you. Um, so that's, that's it, man. Um, they got to you know hit on these draft picks. I'd probably give them another four or five years before they're remotely even anywhere near average or whatever. So we'll right. see. I think once Big Ben, once Big ben um, packs it up, the division's going to be back wide open again, if you ask me. Um, Hall of Fame quarterbacks tend to cover a lot of blemishes and work. So um, that's my expectation. I know Pittsburgh needs – Dobbs, I don't think he's going to cut it. So it'd be curious. If, it'd be nice if they could get the, the kid from Oklahoma. I wouldn't mind him as a Steeler, but that's just me personally. You, Baker you know, Mayfield. Yeah, Mayfield. And, and, you know, I was going to talk about him a little later, but I'll just bring it up now since I got you on the line. And, and by the way, folks, unexpected pleasure that Reggie gave us a call here. He is the co-host of the Sports & More show that we definitely got to get going again here. Um, and I do got to talk to you offline, Reggie, about a couple things. I was actually going to call you yes, tonight sir. after the show. But um, yeah. with, with that being said, my man, um, Mayfield, if he – because I, I really think he's a quarterback that if he can get the time to really soak in the system and learn and, and not be one of these guys that has to come in right away and play, and if that can be in Pittsburgh for another two to three years maybe, that'd be cool. I, I, I'm not sold on him by any means, but I'm really not sold on any quarterback coming out this year, to be perfectly honest with you. So it, it literally is a crapshoot when it comes to these uh, these college quarterbacks coming out. Did you see, I was reading, or I was hearing, uh, Charlie Weiss actually said he's the most accurate quarterback, and he actually is. When I watched the kid, I think he's an a-hole, and I'm glad that he got, you know, the one uh, linebacker told him to humble himself. He does need his ass kicked, but I think he's a <laughs> right. pretty good ball player. Kind of, you know, well, he, he can move. He scrambles, you know. Yeah, um, and I saw that Charlie Weiss, that was on a uh, on a Colin Cowherd show. I was actually watching a little of that earlier today. Uh, I guess technically the stats say he is the most accurate college quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that definitely says something. But, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. ego. Um, you know, I, he's been already people are bringing up, obviously, Johnny Manziel. I don't know if, I, if I'm ready to go that far with it. But he does have maturity uh, issues that he definitely have to get in check at the next level. Pittsburgh is a, you know, a old, you know, kind of cornerstone franchise that doesn't play the bull might be a good place for him. But I, I don't know if, if, if he's going to be available for your team now. No, and no, he probably won't. But here, now listen to this. You're probably going to be like, what? But he, it's funny because um, Pittsburgh is an old, and they got a lot of racism down there. It's interesting. But so the, these people in Pittsburgh had a major issue with Michael Vick, who, you know, pay his debt to society was never an issue. But it's funny, the same Steelers fan would would love Baker Mayfield, and that's what's ridiculous. And he, the kid, he is a jerk. I think he's cocky. And, um, but uh, I, he won't be around, like you said. I, I was just kind of speculating. Oh, yeah, um, there's yeah, a bunch yeah. of quarterbacks, so we'll see what they do. But Exactly. Um, so, yeah, yeah, man. And well, what else is going on, man? Um, you know, I, obviously – you are now Reggie actually does announcing for minor league basketball up in the Kalamazoo area. Uh, he is a DJ by trade. So the DJ business I know has been bumping for you. How's things going up there on the music scene? 
Oh, man, it's tight, man. Uh, doing well. I just did uh, another party for one of my big uh, cardiologists, man, and, uh, you know, making that money, man, making that paper, bro, doing stuff that I like, man. And I, I tell people, I, I, that's why people make fun of me for liking Flo Rider, and the only reason I like it is because he stays in his <laughs> lane. Right? And I just stay I, in my I, lane, man. Reggie, hold up, man. I got nothing against Flo Rider. Okay, I got nothing against yeah, the flow. No, I don't. No, I don't. I like hey, apple bottom jeans, baby. Who doesn't like them, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> my house, welcome to my house. Yep, exactly, exactly. Shoot, man, compared to what these kids are listening to nowadays with all oh. this mumble mouth crap, shoot, I'll take Flow Rider any day. Well, I'm just saying he just stays in his lane. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't. That's me. I don't pretend to be. Just some like DJ, you know, DJ uh, Khaled or anybody else. I just do my thing, man, and I don't start scratching and all that. I don't, you know, tell people I know how to do records. I just do what I do, brother. But uh, good, man. Everything's good. The pharmaceutical business is doing well. Family's doing well, man. Good, good to hear you back, and uh, we got to get together. See yeah, yeah, light yeah. on your boy. Yeah, absolutely, man. And we will definitely get that back going here, um, Reggie. Always good to hear from you, my man. The, the Sports and More show will be coming back in 2018 because we got a lot of stuff happening in sports. And I got to get, hey, man, the people just miss us together as well. So we got to get it rocking. I agree, my man. And, you know, as we get older and mature, I become more zen-like. <laughs> <laughs> more zen-like. <laughs> yes, sir. I got a DJ dollars and zen. You know what I'm saying? So. All right, uh, one my quick bro. question for you. Yeah, oh yeah, go, no, go ahead, you. take your time, man. What, what's up? So I want to know from you and 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 Thorny and everything. What what is it going to take for y'all to be like, okay, I I, I give Reggie some validity, more validity than what he's saying. Um, what what would have to happen for the Reverend for you to be like, okay, Reggie is slightly right or whatever? Because I know y'all don't want y'all begrudgingly don't want to like give in to me that he is a good coach, but he ain't great. What is it going to take? I mean, what, what would happen for you to be like, okay. What if, so for like, for, for me to say, like, I'm done with, if I was a Steeler fans, like, okay, this is what it would take for me for Tomlin to be fired or for him to leave. No, that, no, I, I'm not saying fire the guy, but for you to get yeah. on your radio station and say, oh. I, I now see what DJ dollars and cents of Reggie has been saying. <laughs> that has frustrated him for so long when this team has probably had the best talent in the last decade easily. You know, and, Reggie, and that, one, that, one Super Bowl. That's, that, that is a very good question. Man, I would, I would have to think about that because in all honesty, I just don't get a chance to watch a lot of Steeler football in depth yeah. like you do to give you a real proper answer. I mean – from okay. the outside, I look at I look at the coach and I see a guy that gets his team to the playoffs more than not. Now, granted, you got New England there, whatever. I get it, but he has come away with the Super Bowl title. Um, the guys, for the most part, seem to play for him. And now, recently, I do, and I've talked about that on my show a couple of weeks ago. Actually, it seems to be a little rift now between him and like we well Harrison, obviously, but you know Roethlisberger too. Maybe this uh, long line of the, these guys working together is finally starting to come to an end. But, you know, Reg, it's a good question. I, I'd, I'd have to ponder it a little bit, man. But the, the oh, thing – Listen, but, real quick. Can, can, oh, can you at least stick up for me? 
Your boy, angry black man, says he hates Tomlin but thinks Big Ben is God. Can you? Can you? <laughs> Big Ben. Because I don't even own a Big Ben jersey, angry black man, and I would never buy a well, Big I'll, Ben jersey. Well, you know what? I'll, 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 maybe that's the question for you to answer, Reggie. Why don't you go ahead and take a stab at that? Because, again, man, I, I don't watch enough Steelers football sure. to, to answer that. But what is your opinion on that? Uh, what is your take on Big Ben here? I mean, you know, we, he is coming towards the end. What yeah. do you think? Go ahead, man. Answer that. I think Big Ben's a jerk. I mean, and he's always been a jerk. And um, he's passive aggressive. He's gotten worse in his in his ego. But he is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's one of, and you know, I, I can't deny it. Okay? And the, and the truth be told, Hall of Fame quarterbacks make good coaches even better. Look at Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying. So, is he God? No, I wouldn't wear a Big Ben jersey even when he retires. I have a daughter. I think he's in. I just not a big totally, fan of him. No, but totally understandable. I get that. Okay, then that's it. Uh, but he, the man, has talent. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's still top top six for me. Okay. So yeah, it's not it's not all Tomlin. You're right. It's Big Ben too. But at the same time, when you have, in my opinion, I and I've coached baseball. When you are the coach. You then it shit rolls downhill. You got to control it, and we all have watched Tibbs. Tibbs controls his team. I'm just giving you know, giving an example. Thibodeau, uh, you know, Belichick. You know, a lot of coaches control some of the stuff, at least some of the antics, and they make good decisions. That's it. So there you go, angry black man. I'm not a big fan of Big Ben. He's the only person I would not buy a jersey of ever, even when he retires. And I don't buy jerseys. Um, unless players have retired, just an FYI. Well, before I get you out of here, and I appreciate that, my man. Before I get you out of here, Clay Davis says uh, Tomlin should have two rings if if Mendenhall didn't fumble on that last possession. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, yeah, that is true. I will give him that. Um, yeah, yeah. Rashard Mendenhall, that is, he's one different cat, man. He he was wired real different, but <laughs> I'm hoping this year, brother. And I'm hoping your boy, one last question. I'll, and yeah, I got, no, I got no, one for you. No, so go ahead. Why, why not, um, put your boy Teddy in instead of, uh, Casey Keenum? Now, if the rules were reversed, I got a feeling that certain ethnic groups would be like, oh, we need to switch it. You know, but he, I like Casey. You know, your thoughts. No, sir. no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I look. And, and you saw when Teddy was able to get back in a couple weeks ago at home, the, the rousing ovation. Let me say this. There is no fan base. And I said this on my last show, I think, too, Reg. There is no fan base that loves their, in this case, backup quarterback more than the Minnesota Vikings and Teddy Bridgewater. Right. I mean, I, I know... People, ladies who cried when he went back on the field that day at the game, podcast people that I've, you know, kind of talked with here on Twitter and everything. Teddy, everybody loves Teddy Bridgewater in Minnesota. And there, and despite Case's success to this point, 13 and three, or well, 12 and two, or whatever his actual record is. Whatever, he's winning games. But there are people who would still say exactly what you just just said. There are still a couple people out there to be like, hey, give Teddy a shot. Mm, all right, brother. I think y'all going to the Super Bowl, man. Y'all, if he just plays, he reminds me of my man back with the Ravens. And when the, they had that sick defense, 
in Dilford. Yeah. That's kind of how he reminds me. Well, and y'all got a good right, game. and and that's the thing too, Reg, because in the chat room, RC says got to stick with Case, even though I'm not completely sold on him. That is exactly how the majority of Vikings fans feel. Still, you know, hey, we're going to ride with them, ride or die at this point, obviously. But there's still a lot of trepidation. You know, we're Vikings fans, too. So we're still, you know, waiting for that shoe to drop. 1998, yeah. you know, that whole thing. And and it may happen, but unless Case Keenum, my brother, has a horrible playoff game and we lose and go out and everything else, he's going to be the starting quarterback next year, too. Good, 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 good. All right, my brother. I won't hog up your show, man. Hey, no, give me man, a show. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will do that, my man, and call in anytime, and we're getting our thing back together as well. So thank you, my Hell brother, yeah. for, for checking in. Uh, you too, my man. Hey, everybody, hello. You know, I was I was chill. I, uh, I love <laughs> I 2018, <laughs> man. Just tell everybody, listen. Well, as, black man. Well, as hold up. As George Bush <laughs> yeah. would say, the uh, George Bush the first, we got the kindler – gentler Reggie Lawrence on this one. <laughs> Tell Angry Black Man, listen, 2018, let's all continue to build and stick together, man. And I will fully capitulate if he wins. I promise y'all that. I will make my rounds of all y'all damn show and eat crow, all right? Uh, there you go. That's all we can ask, my brother. <laughs> all right, brother. Love you, man. Love okay, you. Take care, y'all. Catch up soon, dog. All Peace. right. Thank you, Reggie. <laughs> Oh, the one and only dollars and cents. And we got to play his theme song, of course, because for the crowd that don't know, remember, Reggie's only about five and a half feet tall. So my man, Reggie, this one's going out to you for old time's sake, my brother. Love you, dollars. Uh, good to hear from our homie Reggie Lawrence, man. And 2018, like I said, Sports and More Show will get back together and do our thing. Um, the people miss us, man, and that's what I like to hear. Uh, you know what? Let me get. I'm going to read a little bit of chat here before we get into our first break. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little Minnesota Vikings. That's right. It is time. Purple Rain is ready to be unleashed, my people. Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Thank you. I wish I could speak tonight. I'm eyeing up this drink next to me. Uh, thank y'all for joining us. And a great show by them, the show before us. Uh, Trey and Maestro doing big things. Uh, Fame up and prospect. What up? Everybody chilling there. Uh, great show. Thank you guys for joining us. Run CNC in the Spreaker.com chat room here on Sports Done Right. Joining us as well. Everybody in the Twittersphere. Hopefully I got all my people from, excuse me, I got to say it right. Wis, Wis, Wisconsin. What up to Shannon and my homie Pat Crow, Badger alum that he is. Grew up with him. And all the rest of the folks I've been hearing from, from Wisconsin. Because uh, Shannon on Twitter, she makes me say it right. Wis, like Swiss, Wisconsin. 
All right, the Vikings and Falcons on the north. They will always come up short when it counts. Oh, angry black talking nonsense again. Oh, Miss Mocha says I'm taller than dollars. Dollar says I love this song and miss it. Thank you so much. Again, uh, Randy Newman, the short people. And um, good to hear from Dollars. And we're definitely going to be getting our show back uh as well and dollars you all you know man you you got the hotline number you can call in anytime you want as well um angie my wife is in the chat room here she is down in florida must have gotten back from dinner at the hotel there she is down there with our daughter who is at the img golf camp of all things and um hopefully this pays off man Uh, that's all i gotta say but uh things sounds like uh they're going very well down there for the the kid and glad that my wife has checked in with us tonight as well. So um, into the chat room we go here. And again, Vince Wright, your sports governor from the great and very cold state, by the way, of Minnesota. Um, checking in all things Minnesota, Big Ten. And we are, we are talking, obviously, the college football playoffs as well. We're going to get into that because um, the George Bulldogs, man, props. And as much as I, I hate to say it, Alabama did what they had to do as well and sent their message on why they belonged and why they belonged over Ohio State. Clay Davis says, hey, Vince, I hear Michelle Bachman said Jesus told her that she should run for the U.S. Senate seat in Minnesota. Um, apparently, she has had a conversation with the Heavenly Father and is contemplating a run for Al Franken's Senate seat, which technically now is up in 2020. Minnesota, a little weird thing happening now. The lieutenant governor, a Democrat, was appointed to fill Al's seat. However, the state legislature here, Senate and the House of Representatives, is run and controlled by the Republicans. Very purple state up here all of a sudden. So the new lieutenant governor is a Republican. That's going to be interesting to see how that works. You know, know, whatever powers with the gov, but, you know, it is what it is. All right, let's do this here. Let's get our first break in. We'll get some commercials played, get a couple quick cuts played, enjoy a quick break. When we come back, it is on NFL playoffs. It is all Vikings. We are talking Minnesota, this purple rain defense, Case Keenum. I mean, it's time, baby. It is time. I'm going to give you my thoughts on our purple Going to give you my thoughts on this college football playoffs. And it it really will just be a football show tonight. That's really what we're going to talk about. Those two topics. Focus in on that. Timberwolves doing good, by the way. They're only nine wins short of uh, their uh, total wins of last year. So they have definitely found a little groove here in the past couple weeks. That is good to see. We'll, We'll get into that a little bit more. Want to welcome Truck D and his Tennessee volunteer loving ass up in here as well. What up, Truck? And dollars and cents. How about Adam White Lightning Thielen? Adam Thielen's got some jets on him. Adam Thielen's got some jets on him. But anyway, we'll save that when we get back. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. We are off and running. Sports done right from the governor's mansion here in the great state of Minnesota. Talking Minnesota Big Ten and all kinds of other sports 
Come on back and check us out. We'll be right back right after this. Man, De Leon. De Leon. <laughs> That what we do. Eat, sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. That's what we do. Number one, she rock man, Delion. Every Saturday we got it going on. Might call your mama up, talk sport, shout you out in the chat, thank for your support. X squad, act like you know. SME, yo, here we go. Ha ha, yo, here we go. SME, yo, here we go. Eat, sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. That what we do. Eat, sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. Ha, that's what we do. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute show. If you like comedy then you like the wait a minute show if you like a different opinion coming from a different angle then you like the wait a minute show so join me saturday 8 p.m eastern standard time with your host jelani jb Bodie, and of course my man lopan on the wait a minute show.com ain't that right lopan Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul. We're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with two live students radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text diploma to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. New York, New York City, you are now rapping, now rapping with 50 Cent. 50 Cent. You gotta love it, you gotta love it. I just wanna chill and twist a lot, catch stunts in my 745. You drive me crazy, shorty. I need to see you and feel you next to me. I provide everything you need, and I like your smile. I don't wanna see you cry. Got some questions that I gotta ask, and I. Hope you can come up with the answers, baby Girl, it's easy to love me now But you love me if I was down 
and out Would you still have love for me, girl? It's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me, If girl? I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? If I didn't smell so good, would you still hug me? If I got locked up and sent this to a quarter century, could I count on you to be there to support me mentally? If I went back to a hoopty for my bands, would you poof and disappear like some of my friends? If I was hit and I was hurt, would you be by my side? If it was time to put in work, would you be down the ride? I'd get out and kill a nigga, cap, you chillin' drive. I'm asking questions to find out how you feel inside. If I ain't rap, cause I flip burgers at Burger King, would you be ashamed to tell your friends you're feeling me? In the bed, if I use my tongue, would you like that? If I wrote you a love letter, would, would you, you write back? back? Now we can have a little drink, you know, a nightcap. And we can go do what you like, I know you like that. Girl, it's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me, girl? It's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down? And how would you still have love for me? Now would you leave me if your father found out I was thugging? Do you believe me when I tell you, you the one I'm loving? Are you mad cause I'm asking you 21 questions? Are you my soulmate? Cause if so, girl, you're a blessing. Do you trust me enough to tell me your dreams? I'm staring at you trying to figure how you got in them jeans. If I was down, would you say things to make me smile? I treat you how you want to be treated, just teach me how. If I was with some other chick and someone happened to see and when you asked me about it, I said it wasn't me Would you believe me or up and leave me? How deep is I bond if that's all it takes for you to be gone? We only humans, girl, we make mistakes To make it up, I do whatever it takes I love you like a fat kid love cake You know my style, I say anything to make you smile Girl, it's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me, girl? It's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love Could for you love me in a bed? Could you love me on a bus? I'll ask 21 
votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. That's me. Now, let's get back to the show. Oh, we are back indeed. Thank you for joining us in the Spreaker.com chat room on uh, Twitter. However you're catching the show, man. Uh, Vince Wright, the sports governor, thanks you very much for tuning in, taking a listen, whether you're doing it live on Tuesdays with us or if you're catching it on demand, Spreaker.com, xsquadaffiliates.com. Thank you so much. I, 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 I'm truly humbled by the support I get and, um, you know, got people checking in with me now. So I, I really appreciate it, man. I really appreciate that. Um, phone number, by the way, on Sports Done Right, if you do want to give us a call here live um, at the Governor's Mansion, 651-968-0124. Again, that is 651-968-0124. Um, let me start off with some chat here before we get into our Vikings talk. Run CNC, got Chief Rocker. Grego has joined us, by the way, here in the Spreaker.com chat room. Uh, master troller extraordinaire Bama fan as well. Now nah, we'll give you some love, Grego. What up, sir? What up? So it looks like we got some Hall of Fame talk going on here live in the chat room. Edger and James being discussed. Isaac Bruce is one of 15 finalists for the Hall, Clay Davis says. Uh, barbershop, uh, that's probably Trey says Isaac Bruce should be in the hall of fame. Clay Davis says chief. We all know Ray Lewis got one spot. So who's going to get the other spots? Yeah, that's right. Um, Lewis is eligible this year as well. Brian Dawkins, John Lynch also made the cut. Um, it'd be interesting to see for those two. Um, especially with Brian Dawkins. Good dude. Good dude. Uh, let's see here. Uh, all right. Pretty much everybody just kind of talking away here in the chat room. Uh, with that being said, Minnesota Vikings, baby, it is time. Our beloved purple people eaters part de back in the playoff hunt again. Um, now the title of the show is called the eye test. And sometimes you got to just take the eye test, you know, forget about, you know, kind of throw out the stats, the numbers, just what are you seeing? So my eye test for the Minnesota Vikings is can they win this, win two games and get to the big game in their home stadium? Yeah, they absolutely could. I don't see any team out there, Vikings fans, defensively that matches up with us. I mean, we got the best defense. Our offense seems to do enough. Seems to have big plays at big moments in games. We find a way to uh, win some games ugly, like we did down in Atlanta. And quite honestly, I think that this has been the most open the playoffs has lo- have looked really on both sides of the ball. Even with, and as me and Reggie talked about earlier, even with uh, Grego's beloved New England Patriots involved. 
Now, again, New England's the favorite. Got to do it. They always seem to find a way to, to make it happen, so I get that. But in terms of getting to, <laughs> or, or in this case, the governor should say, in order to stay home and play in the big game, obviously defense wins championships. You know, there's not a lot of playoff experience on this Vikings team. You know, Linval Joseph, he, he was a starter back in the Giants when they won back in, what, uh, 2010, I think it was. Brian Rob, Robeson, excuse me, he has some playoff experience. And literally, it's just a couple other Vikings. So now, you know, the only thing is, is that, nerves. You know, different now when it's one and out, when you can't come back next week, when you are the favorite and the pressure's on and you are at home. And maybe things don't start breaking your way. Can the Vikings handle that? We rolling with Case Keenum. Obviously, why at the why not? Doesn't make he doesn't throw interceptions. Doesn't seem to make game changing mistakes. And obviously, we we need that to continue. I want to say what up to Latavius Murray. Look, Latavius came back, obviously, after um, Dalvin Cook went down. Dalvin Cook off to a tremendous start. You know, Dalvin Cook rushed for over 350 yards in just the short time he was out there. But Murray comes in. He runs for a little where I got the numbers here. 842 yards so far in regular season. Eight touchdowns. His longest was 46 yards. And has really stepped up to the plate because, you know, when you're coming from being a starter on another team and you're stepping in and now all of a sudden you got the hot rookie being given the ball and, and the futures around him when you were actually signed to be the starter. That's what Vikings fans and seem to forget. Remember, Murray was set to be our, be the starter. But anyway, he's come in. He's done a bang-up job. Jarek McKinnon now suddenly starting to find his stride. He's got three touchdowns. He rushed for almost 600 yards this year. Um, Case Keenum, he, he's rushed for 160 yards this year. The receivers, obviously, we've talked about Thielen and and we need to kind of find a way to start getting him the ball again. Now, people say, I don't know if, you know, Coach Zimmer is hiding something. But, yeah, there's been, you know, Thielen's kind of tailed off here the past couple games. But not to worry. But, again, uh, 91 receptions, over 1,200 yards receiving this year. Four touchdowns. Actually, only I thought he had more than four. But you got Stephon Diggs out there with almost 900 yards. He has eight touchdowns. Kyle Rudolph, my my tight end. You know what? I say it often on this show. When Kyle gets the ball, good things tend to happen, and that's a result of those eight touchdowns there. Um, offensively, no room for mistakes, no room for error because um, while the Vikings have been a little off, Offensively, I still think they got enough to get it done. Oh, hold on here. 
Caller, thank you for calling Sports Done Right. Who do we got on the line tonight? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, we can hear you, Chief Rocker. Hold on. Let me hit the play on the music here. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, by way of the New York metropolitan area, we have the one and only, the number one Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern. What's up, man? What's going on, Vic? Hey, well, I'm man, doing I'm, great, man. Doing great. What's going on, sir? Oh, oh, by the way, happy New Year to you and everybody out there. Hey, in the same, chat same to you, sir. Yeah, 2018 gonna be a great year. I feel it. But um, I don't know, man. You sitting up here talking about these Vikings, like you know, just because the Super Bowl in Minnesota, nah, nah. you know, you uh, you know, uh, a sure end thing. You know, no, you no, kid- Chief. No, Chief. Uh, first off chief before we continue let me put that to bed right now that's actually going to put a lot more pressure on this team for obvious reasons brother and it is not a given i know a lot of people say they are the favorite and if you know philadelphia goes down and maybe even if they do have to go out to philadelphia but again they gotta you know they're gonna have a tough game with whoever comes in here and they gotta be prepared you know, because I mean, you know, the the Atlanta game was close. Obviously, we lost to Carolina, so no, I'm not saying that at all, bro. Okay, now uh, it sounded almost like a repeat of Trey Frazier a couple of weeks ago when you know his <laughs> Ravens won a couple of games before they was going to the playoffs. You know, <laughs> I listen to you. I was hearing a repeat of that. You know, but anyway, um, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be devil advocate, right? I'm going to tell you the reason why y'all not going, right? Oh, okay. I'm listening. Y'all got that. I mean, I mean, between y'all, between you and the Falcons, man, y'all got that thing of, um, you know, having a good season, you know, making the playoffs. And, uh, like the Falcons went to the Super Bowl last year and they choked up. Uh, you don't get past the NFC championship because you don't have a kicker that can kick the ball through the hole. <laughs> so that's yeah, one of your yeah. down. No, you're you're you right. Know? You're right. I mean, obviously our uh, kicking game has hurt us in the past. I can, as much as I would like to laugh it off, Jersey, you, you're correct. And Hollywood Case Keenan, right, is reading too many press clippings right now. So, you know, pressure oh, bust pipe. And right now, this is the pressure part of the year. Ain't no 16 games going on this Saturday and Sunday. You know, playoff is only a couple of games, you know what I'm saying? So the whole world is watching you, you know. So we don't know how he's going to perform with all this pressure building down on his pipe. You know what I'm saying? That's just like if you don't uh, insulate your pipe or put something over the outside pipe, that uh, the little thing that you turn the water on to wash cars and stuff like that, your mm-hmm. fossil that shit going to freeze up and press the bus tight, you know? So my thing is, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm wishing you good luck, you know, because you're a good guy. I'm wishing Falcon fans good luck, even though I don't give a fuck. You may not hear this again. You know, congratulations <laughs> to the Falcons. You won't hear that shit again. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. at, at the same time, you know, press the bus tight. These are my two Super Bowl teams right here. And I'm going out on a limb on this one right here. A lot of people gonna say, "Well, Chief Rock always make these predictions," but you know what? Prediction, prediction bust pipe too. So this prediction I got right, and I had a dream about this one, right? I see 
the Jacksonville Jaguars, right, playing the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl, man. I almost couldn't get that shit out because I can't, I can't yeah, say right. them bitches either. Listen, you know, Interesting. Because the reason Interesting. I say that is because both of them are savvy teams. What I mean by savvy, they don't have a lot of defense. They got good defense. They don't have a lot of offense. They got good offense, right? <laughs> so with both of them being savvy like that, man, and it's cold, they got the spark to beat teams in this cold weather. So if, if Jacksonville got to go to New England, they're going to bust the pipe in Brady's ass. And um, if Minnesota got to go to Philadelphia, that's it for y'all, man. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, hey, hold up. What, <laughs> what, why is Philadelphia so so uh, intimidating here? I mean, you know, it, it, we you got Nick Foles. In terms of playing outside, uh-huh. the Vikings can do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, I mean, yeah, you maybe you make the make Philly the favorite, but I don't think that that is a foregone conclusion, Chief. Oh, uh, why? Why doesn't it make it a foregone conclusion? Because for one, right, I'm gonna tell you why, right. For one, if the Eagles get a NFC Championship game at home, they got the the running backs that can wear your defense down. They got they come out to with three to four running backs per game, you know, and all of them gonna get some yards. Yeah, and, and so our pros ain't really got to do nothing. But just are you are you forgetting about the number one ranked defense though, Jersey? I mean, come on, man. And I mean, I, I, hold up. we I are built number, to shut down this run. You know, well, hold up. I seen that number one ranked defense went to Carolina and got that ass beat by. Uh, half and half Cam Newton. Cam Newton is not on his game this year like he has been in the past. And he showed that Sunday. I don't know what type of game he played Sunday in Atlanta. That was a downfall. Vikings battled back in that game, tied it up, but obviously gave up the big run at the end and, you know, set up the game-winning score. So I I get you, but, hey, get, but I mean, Gave up the big one? No, I was the just saying, one. you know, they, they set up that, that score – but I I think this defense is, is no, ready to you, go. They gave up a big run, right? Yes. And what I was just saying about Philadelphia early playing, y'all. Running back, running back. Okay. And, and Carolina running back is not half as good as the three Philly don't throw at you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's, that's just something for everybody to soak in on, you know. That's that's my prediction. That's how I feel at this time. Well, this the, you, you, hey, brother, you have so, set the the Spreaker dot com chat room on fire. They they want to know what you're smoking, what you're drinking. Uh, the first lady was like, "If I was home, I'd order the power shut off on Jersey Vern." Uh, DJ Dollars and Cents, are you crazy, Jersey? What the f are you smoking? Um, well, hold up. You know, people get out of Philly with, you know, 10 question marks after it. What's good? You, man, they, they definitely well, disagreeing you know, with you, Jersey. You know what? That's all That's that's all the people that got something to do with this. Their teams is in there. For $1, the reason I say Jacksonville can be true and New England, because they were no ass in Pittsburgh. And you know that. When you were talking to Vince, you didn't even mention Jacksonville. You went to Kansas City because you know Kansas City is a cheap out in the playoffs. You know that. That's why you <laughs> said Kansas City. Let's get real, people. Now, in our and, chat room, 
Now, Jersey, in our chat room, the the first lady goes, isn't isn't this the guy that said the Giants was going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right about that. But didn't the Giants? I, I don't, I don't give damn about. I mean, injuries come. That's part of the game. But didn't the Giants have a bunch of injuries? All right, then. We'll leave that alone. You know? <laughs> okay, Jim. Leave that alone. Right, right. I, I should be playing with third stringers right now. So we'll leave that alone. We play with third stringers and beat Washington. Well, I totally disagree with you on Minnesota, homie. I totally disagree with you. Hey, I'm not saying it's a, it's a foregone conclusion, but it's setting up for if the Vikings play Vikings football, they should be obviously at the very least in the NFC championship game since that's only one victory. But, you know, I'm not taking anybody for granted, Jersey, that can come up here, you know, after this wild card weekend. I know I know you got the purple clinic going on over there. That's all good and well. You know, Prince, he just died. That's purple poison. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so everything is purple in your eyesight right now. It's all good because that's your team. You're supposed to feel that way. Right, but I'm right. just putting out there how I feel. And I, when I came on, I said I'm playing devil advocate. You know, so okay. uh, I, I said what to say, you know. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. So, now, hey, well, Jersey, let me tell you this, man. Um, while right. I got you on the line here, um, we, we've talked uh-huh. about the Super Bowl predictions. Let's talk about your Giants very quickly, man. Um, season's over. Um, right. You know, obviously, you got to get a new coach, all this stuff, man. Uh, who would be on your on your list to, to talk to and possibly try and get up there to, to start writing the ship for your squad? Well, I'll tell you who I don't want. I don't want neither one of them New England Patriots coach. You know what I'm saying? Because anything he did or saw, I don't want Schwartz from out of Philadelphia because he had five years in Detroit and didn't do a goddamn thing. Matter of fact, wasn't he, wasn't he the coach that went over? Didn't go over with Detroit? Mm-hmm. When McMillan was the GM? Yeah. So I don't want neither one of them coaches. Um, it's going to be a dog horse. If I know this general manager, like, um, I talked to a, uh, you know, I'm not even going to give his name until this happens, but I talked to a guy that's um, close to the Carolina franchise. Mm-hmm. They have a coach on their franchise. Uh, I think he's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, defensive coordinator. It's a brother, if I'm not thinking wrong. I think that they may end up uh, hiring him, or if not, it's going to be somebody else that nobody would never expect. But uh, all these big-name coaches, no, they ain't coming in, especially the ones from New England and that garbage-ass uh, sports from um, the Eagles, you know. So right, right. right now, man, I don't know. I just want somebody in here that ain't going to be no punk like um, the last coach was, you know. There's no way in hell I would tuck half that shit that they was dishing out. Well, Jersey, my way out. All right. Well, let me let me ask you real quick about your other team here. Obviously, we had the college football playoffs. Um, I'm going to be getting into that after my next break here. But since I got you on the line, you know, obviously you are an Ohio State guy through and through. Um, after what you saw yesterday, how do you think Ohio State, maybe if they were slipped into that fourth or if they would have got a shot at with these teams, how do you think they would have fared? And what did you think about yesterday's games? I mean, we the whole Clemson ass, too, man. Clemson ain't look like shit last night. That must mean that schedule they had wasn't worth a damn. Because, you know, Clemson almost lost a couple of games this year besides just the one they lost to Syracuse. Right. Anybody, lives to, anybody loses to Syracuse, uh, 
they can't be that good. And Alabama exposed them yesterday and showed what they really was, you know. And, and they wasn't they wasn't nothing, man. I'm looking at them last night, man. I'm like, damn. I mean, what is he doing? You, you can't even move the damn ball. The defense played hard, but shit, they was tired, you know. So Clemson mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> wasn't who they were. Um, I still don't think Alabama that great. Um, I think if um, Chubb and uh, Stoney Michelle run that ball like they ran, uh, they're going to beat Alabama by 14. Okay, okay. Now we got Deacon Dell taking shots in here saying Ohio State sucks. Um, oh, well, you know what? Go ahead. You even go any further. This team is the only team in the Big Ten that couldn't win a bowl game. We'd have been nine and zero in bowl games. Hey, let's let's and, Jersey. Good point, man. Let's talk about the Michigan Fakers. Go ahead. Right, and then they went and got a coach and paid them all this goddamn money. All I heard was when they hired him was how they're going to dominate the Big Ten. Ohio State better watch out. Bang, bang, bang. Nah, 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 nah. They ain't dead jack. Nothing. They can't beat Michigan State. They can't beat Ohio State. Uh, Still rest around. Texas Florida going to whoop that ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, well, you know, and that's the thing, and I was going to talk about that. Uh, I kind of called them, you know, like like Doug would say, the buster of the week. But Jim Harbaugh, if you're a Michigan fan, you got to start wanting some return on investment here soon because ain't beat Ohio State, uh, bold loss in the game that was won yesterday until they decided to go out in the second half and, and do what they did, man. But is is Harbaugh overrated, bro? Oh, he's way overrated, man. He lost to a, a Bill Munchak who, who got tossed around in the SEC, man. For coaching jobs, man, you know what I'm saying. So, right. uh, South Carolina is a team that ain't worth a damn, but they beat the hell out of goddamn Michigan yesterday. I mean, they just came back and beat them down that second half, man. And um, for Dell to sit in there talking about amazing blue, you better turn that amazing blue to amazing pink. <laughs> right. Shoot, man. Well, you know. Well, here's the thing. Now, now I'm gonna be honest with you. I as much as it pained me to do Jersey, I did say that because of that, you know, loss that Ohio State had to Iowa, I, I, I had a hard time getting them in that top four spot. But with that being said, you know, it, it's real tough, man, because why are we having conference championship games when the power five champ can't even get a look? I, right. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of all over the place, but. They only had three of the Power Five teams in the Final Four, right? Mm-hmm. Because you had two from the same conference, and only one can win the power, the win the conference. So, you know, to have two of them in there, why well, even have a Power Five when you only got four spots? Right. So now they're talking about getting eight spots, and teams like Central Florida that goes undefeated will be in the uh, playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It took it took a season like this year to bring up a lot of controversy for them to start realizing they got to go back to the table. It's a thing with the table, man. NCAA ain't about number money, man. That's all. They're about money. That's all. You know? But they they so stupid. If you had 18, you'd make more money. Right. They worry about them damn ball games, man. Forget a ball game because you got too many of them. And half the goddamn ball games, I don't even know where they get the names from. 
you, you, you know, it, there's been, you know, it I, happens every year, Jersey. We have these stadiums. There might be like a, a literally a thousand, two thousand people in some big 50, 60,000, you know, seat stadium watching a, right. a five win, a six win, a seven win team in a bowl that means right. nothing. And I get it. I know the kids, they get extra practice. You know, they get that weekend, you know, their swag bags and all that stuff. But, man, they've really right. got to take a look at some of this stuff, man, because, you know, I don't know if ESPN's behind it, um, you know, just so they have something to fill some time with. But a lot of, you know, right. these games are are bull, complete bullshit. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, ESPN took a lot of these games from major TV stations like uh, NBC. You used to host a lot of games, CBS. You know, ABC. They took a lot of them games, some of them, man. You don't get that many games on regular TV no more. Even though regular TV is not like regular TV no more, but you got to have an antenna to run a TV these days. Right, you know, so this whole society is, is kind of down, man. You know. Well, Jersey, you know, I hear you, man. I hear you, dog. Um, let me ask you this before I get you out of here, my man. Um, New York Knicks, how they looking? Uh, well, this is what I feel, man. We need to go cross that hurdle until we get a serious point guard so they can teach the rookie. Because I'm going to tell you what, uh, this rookie got a quick step to the hole. But when he gets to the hole, instead of him taking it to the hole, he's trying to pass it and end up throwing it away, a turnover. You know? Right. Right. I, I was playing San Antonio tonight, man. I was watching this game, man. Uh, they was beating San Antonio, and then San Antonio got in dead. We lost by 11. Uh, no, we lost by 9, right? But at the same time, we had about 15 turnovers, man. Right. So you take them 15 turnovers away, we should have beat them, man. The Knicks got a good team, scrappy team. Uh, yeah. Most of it is young. But until we get that point guard that's going to teach the one we have, but Jared Jack and Sessom is not the answer to help this young boy progress. You know, Dad right. Jack, he turned the ball over. i never seen him turn the ball over as much as he's doing this year. And Sessom is on the bench. When he comes in, he comes in because the coach get mad at the other two guys. And then I don't like our coach because I don't think he know how <laughs> to um, uh, substitute. His pattern is very shaky to me, you know. So it's two problems we have. Right. And so we straighten that problem out. We just may barely make the playoffs, you know. Um, hey, Jersey. Uh, the, no, go ahead. Yeah. Finish your thought, bro. Finish your thought. Because the East is weak, right. you know, the bottom part of the East. We got a good four strong teams in the East, but the bottom part is kind of like all average. It goes out with each other. Yeah, I hear you, man. Well, Jersey, tell the people where they can find you. I mean, you and John Fisher just got back together. So as we wrap, wrap up with the Chief Rocker, the number one Chief Rocker, uh, tell them where they can find you, Jersey, and uh, when uh, when you're going to be popping on here. Uh, well, shoot, man. It, it really depends on my schedule. I, I, I hate to say when I'm coming on and um, I don't come on, right? Right. But uh, I'm going well, to try to something this Saturday. Uh, I have a new protege that uh, I, I want to bring out. This guy's very talented, man. Uh, you know, he he knows a lot in sports. Uh, uh, he's a rapper. He also uh, wrote a verse for one of T.I. hit records here in Atlanta. You know, I got some of his music. I'll send it to you. Uh, 
You know, Definitely. you tell me how you like them. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, you good people, man. We're going to come out with a certain uh, for a couple of hours Saturday, man. I tried to get him to come on, but uh, his work schedule was kind of hard, but he said he should be free this weekend. Um, the After Dark show, we'll be coming back on. I just got to get with Tori so we can start, you know, getting some uh, things straightened out as far as um, how we're going to do right. the show and, you know, things that we're going to add into the show, you know. But, um, Hey, man, I'm just trying to do what I got to do, man. You know, man, man, they all old people. I heard you play the cup read our intro, man. We got to try to get back on and do something, you know, and um, let the people know that, you know, we still around. It's just that we don't have time to really get together like that. Mm. Uh, I'm just trying to keep busy, man, you know, because uh, my mother is, uh, is, is a lot on my mind and my heart at the hey, time. Prayers so to I got to try to stay Yeah, I got to try to stay extra extra active so that um, I won't be sitting around here pulling my hair out, you know. I hear you. So uh, uh, I'm just trying to do things, you know, to make that happen, man, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Just uh, turn on the podcast. You'll get the alert. Sounds You'll hear good. me. Sounds and good, And I'll be back. All right, you know? Jersey. Well, hey, brother, have a great night. Enjoy uh, something if you're sipping on it tonight. And we will talk to you again real soon, brother. Oh, well, you know what? I didn't start sipping yet, but, um, you know, just for everybody in the chat room say, well, I'm smoking or sipping, but I'm getting ready to go get the rest of that Moet I had. Uh, <laughs> there um, we go. Yeah, you know, I'm going to sip on that and listen to the rest of your show, man, All and right, whatnot. Brother. But um, keep, keep doing, bro, you know. And um, when you don't come on, man, you you, you, you cheat now. Right? <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right, Chief, go get yeah. yourself a drink, man. Settle in and, uh, yeah, join us for the rest of the show, brother. All right, boom, shock and lock out. Cabal, baby. <laughs> the one and only Chief Rocker joining us today. Oh, man. Y'all are cruel in that chat room. <laughs> Oh, man, the one and only Jersey Bird out of Atlanta, GA, obviously from the New York metropolitan area. Uh, Trying to talk a little BS on my Vikings, by the way. Listen, I am not saying this is a foregone conclusion by anything. 1998 taught me that lesson. Okay, there is no more of that. It is game by game, minute by minute. And as New England showed them Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl, down 28 to 3 with what three minutes left in the third quarter whatever the hell it was it ain't over till it's over so again vince right sports governor spreaker.com this is sports done right your minnesota connected sports show uh going over minnesota sports big 10 and of course getting into the national scene as well so we're gonna head into our last break here you guys are cruel in that chat room on jersey Oh, man, Deacon going in hard on Ohio State, going in hard on Jersey in the Spreaker.com chat room. Said it, it's bad radio when Jersey starts talking Giants in Ohio State. Man, back to your corner. Back to your corner. But I thank you all for hanging out and chatting with us, everybody. The wife is in here. Talking about the Gov should issue an executive order with this nonsense Jersey's talking. 
stop uh she says here as well that 1998 was my only fake sick day of my career could not go to work the next day even cried really i don't remember you crying interesting i don't remember you calling in sick yeah all right first lady Bama boy, Clay, I saw it live and watched it after I left the game. The Clemson wide receiver pushed my D back out of the way to free the other wide receiver. Uh, Bama boy talking about his beloved Alabama Crimson Tide. So let's do this. Let's get into our last break here. When we come back, um, a little more on our Vikings, and then we're going to just talk about what happened yesterday in college football. I'll give you my thoughts. And... um. You know, we definitely going to have to figure this out. Look, I'm not a big expansion dude, but you know what? I'll save that. I'll save that. Anyway, we will be right back. Sports done right. Coming to you live from the great state of Minnesota, the Gov's mansion. I am deep in the situation room. Uh, security is uh, duly placed. I got the monitors going. Oh, and by the way, too, for you Big Ten fans out there, we did have a Big Ten slate of basketball games here. Uh, let me get a monitor up very quickly here. Michigan over Iowa, 75-68. Wisconsin, the, the damn Badgers, they're, uh, they beat Indiana tonight, 71-61. Maryland beat Penn State. Rell's beloved Nittany Lions, uh, 75-69. And at halftime, Northwestern, 30. Nebraska, 25. All right, folks, we will be right back. Again, we're going to get into a little more Vikings talk, a little more NFL, and then we are getting to the college. And then after that, Taste Day Talk Tuesday um, here on the X-Squad Nation Network as well. So check us all out. Oh, and big props to my main man, Doug Stewart, 2 Live Stews Radio as well. Um, I think we're going to try and get back on, like I said, me and Reggie and uh, do that uh sports and more show on uh the two live stews radio network but anyway announcements forthcoming but just wanted to say what up to doug and ryan obviously the inspiration up there with the pod father jungle brother and, and jersey Vern. they were one of the first to do the podcast thing got us all hooked on it i will be right back vince wright the sports governor and here we go uh,
two more times. Just that. Yo, how the situation gets so raw? To the point we don't kiss no more. Things I miss, you don't miss no more. Night I met you on the disco floor. Every night since, miss you more. Making hits on tour. Now when I knock, you don't answer the door. The phone ring, you don't answer no more. Cause you ain't trying to chance it no more. About to find me a new diva. Something pretty for P. Diddy and his two seater. Now you can never have a piece of my love. So when you see me, don't reach for no hug. I don't speak in the club. Don't tell me how you deeply in love. Other day you tried to greet me with thugs and wanted to heat me with slugs. Send the message on my beeper that's bug. Try to chill, lay deep in the cut, but you keeping it up. Even my girl think of beating you up. The way you keeping in touch, she don't know if you're cheating or what. Yeah, bad boy, baby. Faith, take me to the bridge. Let's go.
votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor on Sports Done Right. Coming to you live from the great state of Minnesota. From the Twin Cities, deep in my official governor's mansion. The situation room secured. Got an ice cold grain belt, Northeast. One of Minnesota's best brews as we slow it down with the Walking Dead dubstep. Thank you for tuning in. Again, this is Sports Done Right, another live Tuesday night edition. Uh, Do a little score update here before I finish off on the Vikings and we get into this uh, college football playoffs and in the show. Uh, Locally, Minnesota Wild fans. Minnesota Wild's up on... uh, the Florida Panthers, 4-1, to one, about nine and a half minutes left in the third period. So barring some type of major comeback there, the Wild should get a much-needed win. And by the way, the return of Zach Parisi tonight, it looks like he's actually on the ice now. Uh, I'll see if I can find some stats here and maybe give you some before the game's over. But uh, congrats to the Wild. Um uh, Outside of that, again, T-Wolves looking good. We'll get into that a little bit more next week. But all about the Vikings right now, all about trying to get home. And let me just kind of give you what I think is the -the on-the-street view here in the Twin Cities and really throughout the state for the most part. Now, you're going to have a bunch of yahoos out there that, you know, sit there and and tell you the Vikings all day, it's, it's done, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not done. But we are ever hopeful because to be able to pull this off and to let's just say they just get to the Super Bowl. Let it forget talk of winning the Super Bowl, but getting to the Super Bowl. For an area, not you know, you hear me talk, oh, we're cursed up here and this and that. But for an area that hasn't had a major championship, you know, we've had the Minnesota Lynx with the WNBA do a phenomenal job. Here and uh, creating their dynasty, winning absolutely what winning four of seven, but you know, got to be real and talk about the big, big four sports here. And if the Vikings can find a way to to just get to this game, you know, the emotion that's ready to just bubble over in this state, in this region. It's just something I'm ready to behold. So guardedly optimistic is how the sports governor would clarify things for me. Much like Thorny Switch in our chat room is for her Georgia Bulldogs. Guarded optimism. But with that being said, there's, there's some football to be played. Uh, Tough teams, you know, it's the playoffs for a reason. And by the way, don't forget, wildcard team has had a lot of success um, over the past recent years in terms of getting to the Super Bowl as well. So um, uh, there you go. Zach Parisi, by the way, has had three shots on goal. He's played about 10 minutes, they said. So welcome back, Zach Parisi. 
Um, dollars in our chat room here talking about twins suck balls. Minnesota Twins, you know, obviously we'll we'll talk about that as now we're in the January. What, six weeks, pitchers and catchers. <laughs> I mean, here we go. <laughs> but we'll we'll worry about that later. But yeah, just to finish up here on, on our beloved purple. To all my my people listening out there and you know, everybody I rap to on Twitter and whatnot, we can do this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it's, the Twitter thing has been fun on game days, interacting with people and getting to know people and, you know, kind of creating that Twitter friendship and things like that makes uh, watching these games a lot of fun. And, you know, uh, depending on who the Vikings get, you know, a little more worried about New Orleans and Carolina. But again, you know, the Rams seem like they found their footing again. So, you know, uh, Dollar says T-Wolves underperforming in the West. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I think they're tied for fourth, if I remember correctly, in the West. And I can actually check on that here very quickly here. By the way, um, as I'm pulling that up, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers in the return of Isaiah Thomas, by the way. Uh, they win 127-110 over the Portland Trailblazers. Isaiah Thomas had 17 points in 19 minutes. So welcome back to uh, Mr. Thomas. The Spurs uh, beat the Knicks there. Sorry about that. Jersey. Spurs uh, 100-91. And in our third and last game of the evening, not a lot going on here tonight in the NBA the Atlanta Hawks are up 65 to 60. They're playing out in Phoenix tonight, and that game is midway through the third quarter there. Um, so let's take a look here. I'm just going to check the standings. We'll see where our T Wolves are. But outside of that, man, we're just so, so excited for the, for the, the Vikings. Oh, man. If it could happen, if it could happen, the yep, uh, Timberwolves are. Uh, Yep, in uh, fourth place in the West there, Reg. So we're all right. 24 and 14. They only won 31 games last year. So definitely, definitely on the right pace there. Been some struggles here and there defensively still, but we'll get into that in another time. Another time. Um, Just to touch base two here. Uh, keep sleeping on the Falcons events, Vikings versus Falcons, NFC championship game says Clay Davis, Clay. It's still F the tide Davis, not a fan of Alabama in our speaker.com chat room here on sports done. Right. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not sleeping on anybody. I, I think the Vikings line up, like I said, defensively, they, they got the best defense. Offense finds ways to get it done. They got a quarterback that doesn't, as of now, knock on wood, does not throw a lot of interceptions, does not make uh, stupid mistakes. Mobile, can run the ball, and has receivers that do a good job of yard after catch with the ball, and that can be huge. And that's why I think, and especially if they're at home, not that playing at home makes all the bit all the difference, but I think for this team, for this team, it does nothing but help. I mean, 
Uh, Trey Frazier, he, he was there for a football game. He can tell you about the noise factor. So, Clay Davis, I am not sleeping on your Falcons, sir. Not at all. Ooh, sorry about that. Had to hit the old cough button there. Dollars and cents. Reggie Lawrence out of Kalamazoo, Michigan in our chat room here, Spreaker.com. Lions suck, Clay, and they messed up the whole wide or WB market by giving Stafford elite money. For good quarterback, but typical Michigan teams, that's why they lose. I assume he meant always. Oh, the whole quarterback market. So a little typo, but no big deal there. Uh, Yeah, you know, Detroit's Detroit. They always kind of find that way to just be 9-7, and 8-8, 7-9, right in there every year. Don't really do nothing. We got some players, you know, got some parts, but just can't ever really seem to get it going. Arizona fires Rich Rodriguez, breaking news from Trey Frazier. Very interesting. Who takes over the Arizona job? We'll definitely have to try and figure that out because, wow, I don't know. I thought, I thought uh, Rodriguez was doing okay there. I knew they kind of had a down year this year, I think, but very interesting, very interesting. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on the Vikings, obviously, first round by. Um, you know, the Vikings, now they average 23 points a game or just under 24 points a game, puts them at 10th ranked in the league. Averaging 356 yards a game, 11th in the league. Their passing yardage is they're averaging 234 yards a game, 11th in the league. Averaging 122 rushing yards a game. So, you know, fairly balanced. We talked about the defense. And on the defense, when you got studs like Everson Griffin, the Neil Hunter, the old man Terrence Newman, who, you know, is just ageless, almost 40 years old. Trey Wayans, uh, the tackle machine, Andrew Sandejo, Anthony Barr, you know, Pro Bowl linebacker. Harrison Smith should be a Pro Bowl defensive back. Um, Eric Kendrick's back there as well. I mean, just solid all the way around. And God, if Laquan Treadwell could just ever get going. Just once. Just get going. <sighs> All right. With that being said, that's that's the Vikings wrap for now. I'm going to move on over here to, well, you know what we saw last night. And we saw a what most people are calling the classic. And what some people are um, calling instant classic. And we're obviously talking about the Rose Bowl. University of Georgia. With the comeback win there in overtime. And then we had the second game, which turned out to be 
not as close as uh, some people thought it would be, including yours truly, Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota, with Clemson falling to Alabama and really just, well, you know, not even really just being involved in the game, it seemed like, to be honest with you. So Alabama, you know, as much as I hate hate it, and we'll talk about a couple other bowl games here as well, because unfortunately I got to give uh, these Badgers some love again against my Canes, but I digress for a minute. <laughs> P Dollar says, Vince, I need to know your thoughts on PJ and what does Gopher Nation think? <clears throat> Well, um, row the boat. That's all you can do. He had a top 25 recruiting class here, according to ESPN. He's starting to get his recruits in. We got this uh, quarterback that's uh, some Juco from California that's supposed to be pretty good that he's been after. Big, strong kid. We'll see. You know, it all starts again next year, and we'll see. You know, he actually got an extension here. Like um, um, our Marvin Harris there. Uh, oops, I'm sorry. I got distracted there. I was watching something on the tube. But, uh, yeah, Reggie, you know, we'll see. That's all we can do up here in Gopher Nation right now. Bama says three years straight national championship appearances. Talking about his squad. He's absolutely right. And, you know, like I was telling Jersey, I did give them the nod over Ohio State, and that pained me because a conference champion, a Big Ten conference champion, should be in there. But I just had a huge, huge pit in my stomach, man, that Ohio State-Iowa game, and the way Iowa State just beat the crap out of Ohio State, or Iowa beat them. The way that that game went down just really made it tough for me. Bama comes in yesterday. They do what they had to do as well. Matter of fact, they got some sound here from uh, FS1. This is uh, Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, talking about uh, the game here yesterday. Uh, Let's take a look, listen to that, and then uh, we got um, some sound here from Nick Wright on his show with Chris Carter on FS1 on uh, the Georgia game. So here are the two coaches uh, from Alabama and Clemson. FS1 Sports. I think this game was about sort of our identity as a team. And Nixon. I don't think that anybody could question the relentless competitive attitude that we played with, uh, warrior-like mentality uh, out there, and uh, certainly what we needed. Uh, there's things that we could have obviously done better, but I'm really proud of the way our guys competed in the game, and I think that was a difference in the game. Just incredible. Incredibly, uh, Dabo. You know, disappointed in uh, our performance, but uh, credit goes to Alabama. Uh, you know, uh, congratulations to Alabama. Uh, they were the better team today, uh, no question about it. Yeah, and he, you know, coach is absolutely right, man. Ooh, Arizona Fires head coach Rich Rodriguez following investigation of alleged sexual misconduct. Wow, more coming there. But yeah, that was just blazed across the screens here on ESPN. Oh, boy. Woo. 
be, gentlemen, be careful. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Man. Oh, boy. All right. So uh, back to uh, Alabama here. Well, yes, you know, Coach Sweeney called it right. Look, you cannot throw the ball downfield on this Alabama defense. They're great against the run. This Alabama defense is phenomenal. Uh, SEC, we don't usually think of SEC in defense, but it's amazing what Alabama's been able to do because, you know, I've been talking with some Alabama people. I'm working on some some hardcore Alabama fans that uh, have some radio shows and things down in Alabama to come on my show here. Uh, maybe we'll do that after the championship game, uh, you know, but that defense is just phenomenal, man. It, it, it's scary, strikes terror into offensive coordinators around the country. And then yet all their fans are calling for Jalen Hurts to be benched. He can't throw the ball. He can't do this. He can't do that. But the guy's like 24 and two or whatever his record is. Who's not going to take that record? Right, Bama boy? I know Grego's a big Bama fan. How can you not love Saban if you are a true football fan? Oh, a lot of people disagree with you on that one, but, you know, it is what it is. Saban is one of the greatest football coaches of all time. A little hiccup in the pros at Miami, but at this point, who cares? Didn't really have a good quarterback down there to work with at Miami during that time, if I remember correctly. Maybe Mocha... Uh, Mocha Bella from the 305 can help us there on our Spreaker.com chat room. But I got to say props to Alabama. They came out and dominated. Sent the message last night, people, that this is why we belong. Now, Coach Saban also went on to talk about how he's not a big fan of this, in his, his opinion, quick turnaround time of just one week. You know, the the traveling, getting back on campus, practicing, getting over to Atlanta, even though Alabama's, you know, fairly close to Atlanta, so on and so forth. Um, you know, interesting take there. You know, are we ready to stretch this out another two weeks for a championship game? I don't I don't know. I don't claim to know the answer on that one. You know, selfishly, and as Coach Saban says, that's what it is. It's you know, the fans, the TV networks, and everybody wants the one-week break, but the players really need two weeks. Uh, be interested to let me know. You know, hit me up on Twitter, at the Big Smooth one Again, at the Big Smooth one the number one, after the Big Smooth. Hit us up here in the Spreaker.com chat room as well. Let me know what you think in there. But, yeah, um, Alabama, congrats to them. Did what they had to do, sent the message, totally the – you know, literally, they dominated, man, and uh, they are back at it. Third straight championship game. What would this be, number six? If Saban's able to pull it off? You know, six national championships? You know, I mean, the guy's a walking god in college football. Successful everywhere he's been. Had Saban gotten breeze, things would have been different, says DJ Dawkins. Exactly. He did not have uh, any quarterback to work with in Miami. So very good point. Very good point. Now, 
Um, before I get into the Georgia game, I do got to say this because I got people that listen to us in Wisconsin, and I want to say what up to all the listeners over there. Now, the fun we have on Twitter and going back and forth and all this stuff, you Packers and Badgers and Brewers fans over there. But they came down, they punked my Canes in their stadium. And Wisconsin goes 13-1. and Miami, probably another year or two away. But, you know, a lot of things happening in that game. You had a Coach Rick acting a fool. He had to get back in his corner. You know, uh, I love the turnover chain. But Miami, I think, obviously was proven that, yeah, there's still another year or two away. I, I love what Coach Rick is doing. But yeah, it kind of went south again on us. For and Mocha will tell you it, it did. It went south on us again. And for Wisconsin, and that's what happens. You come down there at them big old farm hands on that offensive line, they start pushing you around. It can be a long night. And the Badgers came back, answered the bell, and, you know, really made their statement as well. 13-1, and one, you know, top six team in the, in the country. It's top six or seven team in the country. And they'll be back. DJ Dollars and Cents in our chat room says, Karma for the former Wisconsin coach, uh, Brett Bulema, that got fired from Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously the Badgers aren't missing him at all and, and actually have gone on to bigger and better things and are on the verge of playing in the national college football playoffs. The basketball team's down a little bit this year, but, you know, who knows? Long season ahead, may be able to slip into the tournament again but have been very successful in college basketball recently. God, I hope the Gophers can uh, beat them in basketball this year. Gopher Hoops, by the way, big win over Harvard last weekend. Uh, What was it? I think they won by 10, 65, 55, something like that. We'll get into some Gopher talk here a little probably next week. But, um, oh, geez, with that being said, people, I should probably get, uh, I went a little over here tonight (laughs) when you're a Miami fan. That's what I said there, Reg. That's what I said. But, um, real quick here, let me get into this last game here. Georgia, Oklahoma, weird play calling by Oklahoma, squib kicks, reverses uh one work one did not option calls to the short side of the field which is really kind of mind-boggling but nick wright fs1 here's his review of the georgia game on his show with uh chris carter i forgot the name of it but it's a morning show at fox sports one here's what he has to say before we move on to bama clemson i thought this would be a close game i didn't think georgia could win this type of game 
I didn't. If you'd have told me that right. it was going to take 45 points to get to overtime, I'd have said, okay, well, then Oklahoma's going to score the 45. And the fact that Georgia was able to take the flurry of punches, not one punch, the flurry of punches in the first half. Can we just quickly show what Georgia's defense did in the second half? Look at that. In the second half, after the second half and two overtimes to allow 17 points, but they didn't really allow 17 points because one of those touchdowns was a fumble recovery return. Georgia's defense yep. allowed 10 second half points. It got after the Heisman Trophy winner, one of the best quarterbacks in modern college football history. What Georgia's defense did and the rushing attack did and their true freshman quarterback was remarkable, and Oklahoma was nearly as good. And so I just, I thought this was, pardon me, I thought this was as good of a semifinal or non-national championship college football game as I can remember seeing. And now, Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I mean, you know, they came out in the second half, University of Georgia, after Oklahoma, you know, going up by a couple scores and, and really starting to, you know, seize the moment. But just when you think that was what was happening, props to the Bulldogs, man. Nick Chubb, uh, Sony Michelle. I mean, what can you say about these two guys? Phenomenal combined. They just became the top tandem in college football. Um, they do count college uh, bowl games in the yardage because they just passed Derek Dickerson. And I think, who was it? Uh, Might have been Craig James. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, props to those guys. I mean, what they have done has just been phenomenal as well. And, you know, they're doing it with a freshman quarterback. I mean, what can you say? I mean, Georgia is back. And, I mean, just very impressed with Georgia. Now, here's the thing. Like you said, in the second half, they gave up 10 points defensively. So the defense showed adjustments. Because initially, I was like, well, you know, they did give give up 48 points. But, you know, yeah, like you said there, second half was a different story. Uh, Mayfield, I think, is going to be average at best. You know, I, I know he's the Heisman Trophy winner, but, you know, he just, I, I love his, his spunk to a degree. But, you know, we, me and Reggie talked about it earlier. He has maturity issues as well. But I like the fire that he tries to come with. You know, I heard Jamel Hill on her show today talking about she likes him, but, you know, he's got to find that line and then, you know, you know, stop crossing over. But, you know, he's a smaller type guy. Doesn't, you know, he's not horribly fast. You know, in terms of next level. And, I, you know, I really I feel like this about a lot of these quarterbacks, too, because, you know, Lamar Jackson, he went and he had a crappy bowl game. He threw four interceptions. You know, you know, USC, Sam Darnold, he had a horrible game. He And he's another one that's just never really impressed me either. He's been too up and down. Look, it is just a crapshoot when it comes to getting a college quarterback nowadays, for the most part. For the most part. Because none of these guys coming out this year, I'm actually sold on. I'd like to know what you guys think about it here on Sports Done Right. 
um, here in our in our last few minutes here before we clear the air and uh, switch on over to Tasty Talk Tuesdays there with Mandelion and uh, his uh, girlfriend, Girly Girl there, X-Squad Affiliate Network. Two Live Stews Radio as well. RC says, I actually like Chris Carter's show with Nick Wright, but Jenna Wolf is the absolute worst. Yeah, I'm not really feeling her either. I, I I don't know. I don't even know really what it is. She just doesn't do a whole lot for me, but, you know, it is what it is. But, um, you know, back to Georgia. So now they're, they're at home, looking good, you know, playing on the home turf. And, you know, I mean, Bama's going to bring the fans. Make no mistake about it, but it is going to be lit on that Georgia side of the field. And, you know, I, I hope Georgia can find a way to do it. That Bama defense, like I says, is terrifying. And right now, that's why Alabama uh, early lines out of Las Vegas have Bama at a four and a half point favorite. I would actually jump on that bet. Again, this is for entertainment purposes only. But I would be all over that four and a half bet on the Alabama side, and I would put a whole bunch of money on it because if Bama wins, it's going to be, in my opinion, up in the 10 to 14 point range because of that defense. And I agree with making them the favorite. Now I'm pulling for Georgia because I hate Alabama. So I hope Georgia can find a way. But again, you know, um, I heard one of our uh, people in our uh, chat room or on our Facebook page earlier talking about, and he's a Georgia fan, talking about enough of the talk too with, you know, this freshman quarterback can't do this or can't do that. Obviously, you can do a lot as they're in the national championship game. So uh, we'll see how that goes as well. (laughs) Oh, Trey. Trey in the chat room. There we go. <laughs> Translation. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um. So next Monday night, Atlanta, Georgia. Who do you guys got? What do you think the score is going to be? You know, like I said, I'm all over that four and a half point, uh, point spread. And, I'm, you know, I'm definitely taking the Alabama side. That's the money in me talking. I don't know, man. So, but here they are. Alabama's back again. And probably back again next year. Anyway, so as we move on. We will have a lot to talk about next week. We will be back next Tuesday night. Sports done right. Spreaker.com, xwildaffiliates.com. And we are going to have a whole lot to talk about. We're going to have a new champion. We're going to talk about some uh, Big Ten basketball and kind of why, at least right now, this is a whole hum season of Big Ten basketball outside of Michigan State for the most part. Um, Everybody else... Just rather kind of disappointing right now. And we'll get in some NBA and some other things as well. We're uh, working on some guests here in the new year, 2018. But again, I want to wish everybody a happy new year. 
Thanks for all your support with the Sports Done Right family. Me and Reggie are going to be getting back at it with the Sports and More show. Big things coming in 2018. Um, like I said, more guests, uh, big shows being planned. And uh, who knows? Maybe uh, you might be the guest of the Gov at a future Gopher game front row there. I'll take you to one of the big ones there. Uh, get you up north while the weather's still warm, people. So. Lots of things coming up this year. But again, congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs, Alabama Crimson Tide, all SEC. But props to the Big Ten, by the way. Uh, a very dominant record for the uh, Big Ten in their in their bowls this year. Uh, again, Michigan was the only one that did not come through. So I think that left the Big Ten with an 8-1 mark this year. So props to the Big Ten. And definitely kind of answering the bell on uh, criticisms that they were taking, especially in the later half of this year, about their conference, our conference, my conference, because I am a Minnesota graduate, but being down. So with that being said, uh, let's head on over to Tasty Talk Tuesday, Spreaker.com. Make sure you're following them as well. I am Vince Wright. The sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. Cold as hell up here right now. Uh, I'll give you a quick little weather check right now here in this wonderful state that we call God's country. Ooh, it's actually warmed up to 12 degrees. We've been below zero here the past few days. Got a little heat wave coming here this weekend back up into the 20s. Oh, man, I cannot wait to relocate. I need the warmth. I need the warmth, people. But anyway, thank you for tuning in. I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Follow me, Facebook, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. You can follow me on Twitter. That's right, Twitter, at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth. Instagram, follow me, Sports Done Right on Instagram. And, yeah, that's about it. So, website forthcoming. Everybody have a great night. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate all the uh, back and forth in the chat room. Good chat presence tonight. Let's keep it rocking and rolling. Y'all take it easy. Minnesota Vikings, purple rain, purple pride, purple people eaters. Um, We're going to find out two weeks. You ready? Let's do this, Minnesota. Anyway, y'all stay cool. Keep it tuned. We'll be back. Sports done right. Spreaker.com. I am the Big Smooth. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.